Is it me or is it just preposterous that this month of May is almost over? It's the 28th of May, the 28th, which is Tuesday. So good morning, friends and everyone that's listening. Um, hi, Kristen. My friend Kristen's a parking meter woman in Boston, as I've told you many, many times. So she's always listening to my podcast, which is just so exciting to hear about. Um, I hope everybody had a nice Memorial Day weekend. I had a really nice weekend. I had a lot to do. I had some auditions I had to do. I had some, what did I do? I went to a party on Saturday because I went camping last weekend so some of the people who went camping were so sad that the camping trip ended so we all had like a little party in venice which is really really fun i looked at some apartments because my lease is ending in a month which is also really nice because i'm really kind of tired of this little tiny studio i'm living in which is barely you know it's just not fun and it's really really you know yucky and not the best area of town but i wanted to move because i wanted to explore areas because i like to move around a lot I'm like a nomad um but anyways, hope everyone had a really good Memorial Day. It was it was actually a really quick weekend, which is really nice because I actually don't like the weekends. I like the week because I like when things are going on. I like having a schedule. I like having a routine. I don't really like downtime. Um, but anyways, I hope everyone had a good weekend. Which so there's like there's not much. I feel like there's not much stuff that went on this weekend uh, in terms of like entertainment like stories story wise. So there was some stuff, but it like wasn't super thrilling. I think the most exciting thing was the fact that. I watched um, this documentary that HBO put out of the making of the Game of Game of Thrones from basically season one to season eight, um, and it was so informative. It was so cool. It showed moments from the table read where of the final season where you know the biggest moments of the season happened, and it showed the actors who hadn't read the scripts prior to going to the table read before they started choosing the, shooting the last season. Um, their reactions to hearing about the storylines. It's like they're as invested as the viewers are, as the fans are, i.e. me. So that was really cool, and I think it's really good, and you should watch it, and I'm really sad it's over. But it was like one, it was like a little, like a, a really wonderful last hurrah um, for everyone since the series is over forever. Except there's five prequels and sequels and whatnot coming, so that's going to be great too, because then the whole world's going to, you know, there's a whole Game of Thrones universe coming now. It's like basically the whole world of Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, which is amazing. And I'm also waiting for the Lord of the Rings prequel to come out, which I think is on Amazon, which is going to be fabulous. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Um, so the, I guess the, there's a few things I'm going to read to you today and discuss and sort of give my two cents on, three cents, four cents, five cents. There's somebody upstairs walking around so loud right now. Um... And they just need to settle down. I have to get up early because I was driving today on the road, and my I got a flat tire, which is crazy because my car, um, I think it was supposed to have run flat tires, but this is literally the second time the tire got flat, so I had to call. I didn't know if I was supposed to call AAA or I was supposed to call like the roadside service of the car company that I have, which happens to be Audi. And they came and they didn't charge me anything, which is really great. They came in literally five minutes, and like usually, I feel like in California it's so much better because um, I feel like. Well, first of all, there's 24-hour... I didn't know this. There's 24-hour, like, car service that comes and picks you up. It's like a real... We can have life lessons, which is just fabulous. Um, but anyways, they save me. They save my car, and then I have to go tomorrow. Well, which today, basically, really early, and then go drop off my car, which is such a pain in the butt. It's like, why can't cars just be perfect, and why do there have to be, like, nails in the middle of the road? It just doesn't make any sense. Um, okay, so the first story I'm going to read you today um, is... Uh, about a girl, Olivia Jake, as you remember the college um, cheating scandal that I haven't talked about in a while. Nor has there been that, like, that many sort of updates in what's going on in the world with that. But with the exception of Felicity Happened, she was just in Boston a few weeks ago getting sentenced. And I think her sentencing comes in September. So she has, you know, a couple months of summer to go have fun. And she has to pay a fine of $20,000, which is nothing for her because basically she has all the test for housewives money. And also, she makes probably ninety to 100000 per episode of whatever show she's on. Also, her husband's on on this 10th season of a show. So he probably makes a huge salary, not to mention he makes residuals. So they're fine. 
I just think, you know, they made a little mistake. And, you know, you had, they had to do what they had to do to get their child in the college. No harm, no foul. Okay, but here's this. We're going to talk about our girl, Olivia Jade, who is an influencer, the daughter of Lori Laughlin and Mosimo, whatever. His name is the guy who designed for Target, but I don't really buy his clothes because I don't really shop at Target with the exception of all my groceries. And I was there earlier today, which is really nice. Um, hi, Target. Hi. Okay, so Olivia Jade Giannali, Giannali, quote, fully new parents bribed her way into college. This is from page six. As I told you, my three favorite things to do in the morning is read TMZ, page six, and CNN. So I have like my entertainment news and I have my real news, but the real news always depresses me. By the way, I read an article in CNN today, yesterday morning, um, about this, I guess, uh, form of ringworm, um, ratworm or rat something that there's been some cases of it in Hawaii and one kid in, in Australia ate a slug as a dare and the, the particular slug contained this sort of virus and he, he got paralyzed and passed away a year later so don't don't eat slugs <laughs> um, okay so this is from page six and it's um it was written on the 27th of May which was yesterday 2 48 p.m by someone named Jackie Sallow so hello girl internet influencer Olivia J. Giannale was clued into her parents scheme to bribe her way into the University of Southern California according to a report quote Olivia fully knew what her parents did to get her into USC, but didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I don't think there was anything wrong with that either. Um, a source told Us Weekly, quote, she didn't get into any other schools, California schools. The 19-year-old's parents, Fuller House, Full, Full and Fuller House actress, Lori Laughlin and fashion designer Mosimo Giannale, are accused of forking over $500,000 to have her and her 20-year-old sister, Isabella Rose, admitted to the university. Both daughters gained entry as competitive crew team recruits. As competitive crew team recruits, um, despite never having played the sport, according to the federal prosecutors, Laughlin, 54, and her 55-year-old hubby have pleaded not guilty to charges of wire fraud and money laundering conspiracy to, into the nationwide cheating scam. Despite the scandal, Olivia Jade reportedly wants to return to USC again to hit the books since she, didn't, since she quote, didn't get officially kicked out. Quote, there's so many quotes, there's like literally too many quotes. Um, she wants to come out looking like she's changed, learned life lessons, and is growing as a person. So she for sure wants people to think that she's interested in education. An insider told us weekly. First of all, who is this insider? Like, why would anyone be so shady as to report to a stupid tabloid? Like, what this poor girl is thinking? Okay, I have many thoughts about this. First of all, um, chief among all, when I was in college, um, well, I didn't bribe my way again. I literally, like, had to fill out all the stupid paperwork and document things and tests to get in. I, like, don't even remember what I wrote about in my college essay. Um, but basically, it was, like, a four-year vacay. Um, no, not really. It was really hard, actually. Well, it wasn't, but it was. It was, I just made, it. I made, like, you know, a very useful time out of it. My freshman year, um, was a party. I lived in, I went to the University of Rhode Island, and I went, lived in this dorm called Adams Hall, which was so fun. It was a co-ed building and a co-ed floors. Um, and I live with a roommate who lived in Rhode Island, so he was a local, or whatever you call it, a statey, or what are they called? A resident of the state? I don't know. Anyways, he was there literally two nights a week. <sighs> My brain's like literally so tired because I just was doing so much this week. It's just preposterous that I have to be awake and doing things. Um, but he was like gone every day almost, so I was, I, had, I basically had a single, which is wonderful, and then my three friends lived in the room um, parallel to my room, and they had a triple, and I had a double, and I'd always go into their rooms because they basically were like a grocery store in our building. Um, they had all these sodas, and uh, remember like those mac and cheese things that you put the water in and you put them in the microwave, I'd always take them from their room, and it was really, really fun, and we just had a party. And one time for Christmas, we, we you know, obviously we would drink in the room because we weren't 21 yet. I think when I started college, I was 18 or 19. Um... 
we would just like party in the room. And for Christmas, we were all just like, you know, lit and having fun. And our RA, the RA, whoever, whoever, whoever was on call was like literally so ignoring the fact that we were like partying and crazy and out of control because she probably just didn't want to write us up. RAs were like literally out of control. They need to sell that. One of my best friends is an RA too. Um, and I applied to be an RA and I got the job, but I like didn't want to be in the dorm because it was so gross. And I'm not going to like live in a roach infested dorm um, because my, the, my school was really, really old. And, you know, a lot of dorms hadn't been renovated yet. And, you know, it's, not clean college dorms a lot of dirty food and stuff many women aren't clean i was very clean um but most people weren't but anyways it was so much fun and then i'll never forget this one christmas we were partying and like singing carols and these two boys from down the hallway who you know were just so crazy one of them's name was casper and he was having an affair with my friend Kristen. it was just out of control uh, and um it was just so much fun and you know we'd throw christmas trees down the hall and also this is so crazy that we do this whenever we'd have an empty bottle of um an empty handle uh you know once we had finished it after like a night or two, my friend Kristen and I would literally go down to the stairs and there was like a really, it was like a five or six floor building and there was this crazy echo that when you would throw something, literally it sounded like a bomb went off. So we would throw, we would throw the handle down the stairs, like five floors. We'd obviously make sure that nobody was there and then it would make this huge bang sound and we'd run away like crazy. And also we had like laundry machines in the building. I didn't know how to do laundry back then. So I put in like a whole, um, whatever you call it thing of laundry detergent because i thought you know i didn't know how much to use and the whole machine would like blow up and it was all my fault oh wait. anyway so this is what i think about olivia jade i feel really really bad i think that she probably doesn't care about college first of all no college is worth 500 grand to get in because that's like more than probably the whole tuition for the entirety of the four years that you're there second of all um according to like all these things i've read online her films worth probably like one or two hundred million so she doesn't have to work She was a very successful influencer and she had all these deals before she went into college all these endorsements and now they're all gone but like literally it was like literally like college backfired for her for most people people go to college to get a job um but for her she went to college and she lost all of her job so that sucks for her um i quite honestly love her i think she's fabulous i think she's really really pretty and i think she should go back to doing what she's doing really well at which is being a youtuber influencer, which is really really hard because i know so many people that try to be an influencer and it's just impossible to do my friend kristen devereaux who's a parking meter girl in boston and she's also an architect she also does she's an influencer too um she's really really funny her and her mom diana they have this like christmas caroling show on youtube it's really funny i don't know what the name is it but next time i do get it i'll definitely post it on my instagram at andrew devitri at a-n-d-r-w period dot d-e-v-i-t-r-e although temporarily it's private and down because i just like i need a break from instagram because it's just too much you guys ever feel like instagram is just too much out of control for me um so that's what's the t and olivia jade i really really like her and love her um and I hope things get better for her. And I really am so intrigued and interested to see what's going to happen with Lori Loughlin. Um, because she's pleading not guilty and Felicity Huffman is pleading guilty and taking responsibility for her actions. So now the next story is also from Page Six. I love my Page Six. Not Page Seven, but Page Six. Kim Kardashian celebrates wedding anniversary in bejeweled unitard at Celine Dion concert. By the way, have you guys seen the Celine Dion and James Corden um, carpool karaoke? It is so good, so funny. I love Celine Dion. I listen to her one of her songs every single day, um, and I pretend I can sing like her, even though I really can't. Um, but this was written by Emily Kirkpatrick on the 27th of May, which again was yesterday. And there's a photo of um, Celine Dion posted on her Instagram of Kim, Celine, and Kanye. And they're all luscious flavors of various tans. Okay, Kim Kardashian channeled her inner Vegas showgirl to celebrate her fifth wedding anniversary. The reality star 38 and her husband Kanye West 41 enjoyed a Las Vegas getaway over the weekend and attended one of Celine Dion's performances at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace on Saturday. Dion 
shared a backstage photo of herself with a couple after the show on her Instagram, Sunday captioning in the shot, quote, happy fifth anniversary at Kim Kardashian and Kanye. Thanks for coming to see my show. For the celebratory occasion, Kanye wore almost the exact same Dickies outfit that he wore to the Met Gala, while his wife pulled out all the stops in a rhinestone-studded unitard. The Kimoji CEO... Oh my god, I forgot she did Kimoji. I'm so, like, invested with Kim being a lawyer now and that I forgot that she has this amazingly successful video game. And remember when she made, like, $80 million off of one game or $30 million she was on the cover of Forbes? Ugh, girl's killing it. Um, for the celebratory occasion, I already read that part. Okay, the Kimoji CEO attended the concert in a white mock turtleneck sleeveless spandex cat suit. Um, ugh, the thing just jumped. Uh, cat suit with a with a trompe leo blah blah rhinestone bandeau bandeau top hot pants and inklets, which she paired with matching glittery opera gloves. Oh, she's so dramatic. I just love the opera. My friend Chris Deverell used to sing opera in college. We used to be in a music class together, but then we both stopped because George Kent, our music professor, like basically gave us these. It was just so ridiculous. Anyways, I digress. Um, perhaps the the mobile mo- the mobile mogul that's a tongue twister was inspired by her sisters Kendall and Kylie Jenner, who also have. Um, express an affinity for the arm-covering white tie accessory in the past. I love them, and I used to remember when everybody doubts them. By the way, Kim looks so fabulous. I think the, the older she gets, um, she like gets so much prettier. And I remember when she was like, re- her fame was just starting. In 2009, or 2008, 2009, I would watch Keeping Up when I was in college. It was so good, and Chris Jenner was so funny and so dramatic. By the way, Chris Jenner's Palm Springs house, I think it was on this Sunday's episode of Keeping Up, um, because there was like drama with Corey and Malika, and... Um, Chris, uh, and I saw their Palm Springs house, and it's probably the nicest house I've ever seen in my life. Um, I don't live in a house, I live in a studio apartment, because I can't have a house, so I don't know what that's like, I probably will never know what it's like, but that's okay, I'll, like, live in a gutter forever, um, but hey, maybe things will change, maybe not. Anyways, happy anniversary, Kim and Kanye, I know a lot of people don't like Kim and Kanye, a lot of people say really mean things about them, especially Kim, especially the whole family, but I am a Kardashian slash Jenner slash West Stan, because first of all, I think they're very successful, they're all self-made, they all do very well, and they're all very talented, um, and it's probably just people who are jealous and just want to be them, or probably have what they have, and they will have it. Close your legs to marry men, as New League says. Okay, the next article, and I wasn't going to read this, but I'm so obsessed with the Real Housewives of New York, and you should be too, and I talked about how Countess Luann's back in jail. Sorry, Countess, sorry. Oh, no, I didn't talk about this. Oh, my gosh, I didn't talk about this. Oh, my gosh, let me, let me, let me pull this up. Okay. This happened on Friday, and I didn't report about it because it was a weekend, and I had just done... Um, oh, by the way, thank you for your feedback on my episode about um, Tony Robbins. It was it was an hour long, and it was a really, really long one. It's usually not the subject matter that I would cover, um, but I thought it was really imperative to talk about real things, too. Not that entertainment news isn't um, real news, uh, but, you know... You know. Anyways, okay. Luanne de Lesseps ordered back into court over probation violation. Luanne de Lesseps asked prosecutors to turn over alleged probation docs. Luanne de Lesseps taken into custody for probation violation. Inside Luanne de Lesseps' new probation terms, Dorinda Melly reacts to Luanne de Lesseps being taken into custody. Custody. Okay, that's five articles on page six that I'm really not going to read you because, quite honestly, it's a lot of words. Um, but basically what happened was Countess was in Palm Beach because she had to go back because I guess she had violated the terms of her pregnancy because she said she had two drinks after one of her shows, which, you know, go, girl, go. But I guess part of her um, probation when she um, had the incident at Christmas where she, you know, hit a cop um, because she had 
you know, she was a little out of control, as they say, was that she can't drink and girl do cocktails. And I don't know how they knew that. And I, I know that she had refused to wear an ankle mon- monitor, monitor, anklet, ankle, ankle monitor. It's a tongue twister. Um, because she said it sort of interfered with her lifestyle, which is true because she's on a TV show and she wears gowns, but also she wears all those Giovanni dresses, um, on Real Houses of New York. And those are all gowns that cover your feet. So I'm not quite sure why she couldn't wear an anklet, but hey, hey girl, hey. Um, I hope Countess, I wish Countess well. I love Countess. I always have a soft spot for people with ad addiction problems because I know someone who has one actually a few people i don't have one i don't have any problems come quite honestly i'm perfect and i can like shut it down when i'm addicted to something you know i have one addiction and that is to chocolate i went grocery shopping today and i literally there's these hundred calorie or thin crisp chips ahoy cookies i can't even handle it i literally had two rows of them and the, you know how they like come in rows they're like the bigger packages okay there's three rows and i literally had two in one day well more like one and a half i'm um, what else did i buy at the grocery store today oh my god i got bread i got dijon mustard I got, like, cheese. I love a sandwich. I have to have a sandwich every single day. I usually don't have breakfast, but when I do, it's, like, a chewy bar or an iced coffee. Although I'm trying to cut back on coffee because iced coffee makes the skin break out. And that's not for fun because it's, like, literally not worth it. And then when I start having one, if I have literally one iced coffee, I will go two weeks, three weeks without, like, nonstop having it. And then it's bad. And then I've tried to wean myself off of it, but I get a really bad headache. And that's never fun, you know? Um, But anyways, I wish Countess a lot of luck. And I wish her, you know, a happy recovery because, um... You know, you want her to get better. Okay. In the last story, I'm going to talk about my girl, who I really used to love on E, but I don't really watch E anymore because she's not on it. Kat Sadler, if you guys remember, she... I'm going to read this. Okay. Kat Sadler, <laughs> excuse me, says leaving E has paid off financially, emotionally. Written on the 27th, written by page 16. <laughs> excuse me, I just sniffled. Still allergy season. Um, Kat Sadler is claiming victory 18 months after she quit E! News because her male counterpart was getting paid nearly twice her salary, Sadler tells Page Six she's now on the course to earn what she felt she should have been getting paid. Sadler, who's now wavering, weaving together a raft of her own projects with freelance work, says the terrifying decision to leave the network in December 20... Oh, wow, it was December 2017. Um, after 12 years, has paid off both emotionally and financially. Quote, I took a leave of faith truly based on the principle of the right from wrong and, of course... Having to know, and by the way, it took a lot of soul-searching, my worth. Sadler told us, I had to better myself. Can I go out and do other work and build and create and continue to pay my bills and make what I should be making? Sadler is now developing a TV show for TNT, has a website and a YouTube channel. Does uh, one-off hosting gigs like the recent live stream of the Vanity Fair Oscar party, red carpet, and books, pub- and books, public speaking work, among other projects. Go, girl, go. You earn that money. Um, when asked if, after more than a year of trying to build her own business, she thinks she's going to be able to reach the figure that she's decided to worth, she's worth, she said, unequivocally, yes, like, yes, and I feel that's almost been a reward in and of itself, because we could be having a conversation a year and a half after she left the network, and I had to move, and I couldn't pay my car payment. It could have gone the other direction. Let's just say it hasn't at all. I'm comfortable, and I'm grateful, and I'm right on track financially with where I should be. The veteran host is about to launch her podcast, Naked with Cat Sadler. I read about that. Sounds really funny. Um, on June 6th, and she tells page 6 exclusively that the first six episodes, she'll be interviewing Olivia Munn, journalist Lisa Lang, podcaster Suzanne Hendricks, country star Jenna Kramer, hairstylist hair Justine Moran, and we were what's Danielle Burton. She's also taping an episode with Jennifer Lawrence. Um, that's amazing. And the fact that Jayla, who probably doesn't do that many talk shows and stuff, I feel like she's very reserved and private, is doing Cat Sadler's podcast. Speaks volumes, girl. Brava, brava. 
I always liked Kat Sadler. I thought she was really interesting. Her and Jason and I also, not to be, I really love Juliana Rancic too. Like, I love the original Ease, like Ryan Seacrest, Juliana. I love all of them. And you know what? As they always, what do they say? Um, there's room for everyone. So congratulations to you, Kat Sadler. Girl, you make your money. Um, maybe send a check my way so I can, like, you know, get a Range Rover just like you. Um, and I can't wait to listen to the Jennifer Lawrence episode because I love Jennifer Lawrence. And I feel like now Jennifer Lawrence has, like, literally peaked at her stardom. And now she's, like, in space being famous. Like, what is it? No. What is that analogy? What is that metaphor I'm trying to make? She's, like, so famous now that she's, like, fame. She's more famous than famous. She's basically hit, like, super famous. I think she might even be more famous than Kim K. You know, I think Kim K would be the first one to be happy for her. Anyways, um, I, uh, I hope you all had a great weekend. Um, it was a long weekend for me, and it, uh, it's really exciting because basically summer's here, and I can't believe it, and there's two months I'm going to be 30 years old, and my 29th year was a really weird year. It was a year, a, lot, a year of a lot of lessons. It was definitely not an easy year, I will say that. Um, but that's what, I guess, growing up is all about. The hardships and the emotions and all that nonsense. Now, I have to go um, get my car fixed and get a new tire or two or whatnot. I was planning on going to the Apple store and getting a phone case, but now that I probably have some money on a stupid wheel for my car, because I guess your car needs wheels, um, I probably can't do it until next month. This really sucks, and I think that that's Um But anyways, I hope everyone had a good weekend, and I hope you all have a great week. And who knows what's going to happen in the world of news cycling and pop culture. Um, but, you know, the, the news cycle never sleeps, as I say. Uh, alrighty, ciao, ciao. I will see you. See you. I will talk with you all later. Ta-ta. Happy birthday, Kristen. <laughs>